Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, what up? This is Coach Liebs bringing you episode 28 of Coach Talk. Uh, Another episode on the go, I'm on the road. Had another really busy day in the morning. Ended up uh, working on a a project, a business project at like 4 a.m. Last night, which is what I tend to do a lot of times uh, when I get on a roll of things, so I slept in a little bit. Just got a late start to the whole day. And then Thursday, uh, for me, is, is the day where I have to write up my wide receiver tip sheet uh, and get it to the kids. So I kinda, that usually takes me three hours in the morning. So my day was pretty much shot as far as getting, you know, I had some sideline hustle content already made for today, uh, ready to post for Thursday Night Football and everything. But, you know, getting coach talk done before practice was pretty much shot when I stayed up as late as I did last night. Um, in my tip sheet, what, what I normally include is this. I have a, a quote, uh, usually like, you know, some sort of motivational quote that, that kind of captures the theme for the week. Uh, then I'll have a page that says keys to the game. And it talks about what I think, whether it's from an emotional standpoint or, or you know, a fundamental standpoint, what I think the, the key to the game is, what we need to focus on that, you know, if we, if we win in this area, uh, we'll, we'll win the game. And this is the most important area or two areas for us to focus on. Uh, and then after after that kind of thing, like, like kind of the setting everyone's mindset, uh, we go. I have I have coverage reminders where I talk about the little details in each coverage that we need to beat. Uh, you know the the way teams play it and the way we want to attack it. Just reminders on what we've talked about all week. Uh, then that's followed by play reminders. So all the new plays for the week. Uh, you know I'll write out the descriptions. Uh, hey, the X on this. Remember you have you have you know this route and here are the conversion rules and we're expecting them to play it this way. So you know, just setting their mind for each play. So today it was probably about 15, 20 plays uh, that I felt like I had to to set reminders for. And it's just things where I'm trying to cover my bases so that I can feel good as a coach. Like, hey, I did everything I can to cement uh, these new details into their head. And, you know, that way, if we we do make a mistake on Friday night, you know, at least I can can feel good about it. All right, I, I did a lot all week. I put it in the tip sheet. Like, you know, obviously it's just too new for us or maybe it's on the kid. He's gotta take accountability. The times I, I feel responsible is when it's something I overlooked. I don't put it in the tip sheet, and then we screwed up on Friday night. That that's 100% on me. So I try to cover. I try to cover any detail I think the kids might get hung up on, whether it's a new motion, a new formation, or hey, this week we're running this play that we've run a million times, but they're going to give us a different look. So now here's a reminder for how you know your route's going to change uh, versus the specific defense this week. Um, so and after after kind of the mindset stuff, uh, the, the the play reminders, coverage reminders, and I have coverage pictures. So they can get one last look at, at kind of how we expect them to align to each formation. Uh, and then I'll put the, the personnel groups. Cause we have a bunch of personnel groups where receivers move around different positions. 
um, and then the, the, the call sheet on there after. It's a pretty extensive tip sheet. It's something uh, I've been doing uh, for three years now and I, and I love it. I think it helps the kids a lot. It gets them fired up, gives them some goosebumps when they're reading the motivational stuff, but then gets them focused and gives them really fine points to focus on for each play. They're not worried about coming in there trying to memorize a whole concept when you know more than likely they're going to play one position and run one route in that concept. Here's the one or two things to focus on to, to go execute your job. Uh, the, the theme for the week, uh, the, the, the key that I said for this week is, is our technique and fundamentals. And really the theme is, is just to trust your training. I think I go into this game and I feel really good about the way we match up with these DBs from, from a, a technique standpoint. I think something I, I've always prided myself on as a coach is, is how fundamentally sound uh, my receivers are and the amount of technique tools that they can use to win. Meaning that we, they have a practice set of tools uh, they can use to win versus any situation. Any coverage you throw at us, any any technique or leverage you play us with, we practice a plan on how we can beat that coverage or beat that technique. Uh, and, and I think that's where our advantage lies a lot of times. You know, it, we're, when we're playing a team that is just as good athletes as us, uh, we need to win with our technique. That, that's the way you break away. When, when they run just as fast as you do, you know, when they're just as strong as you are, well, well, then what's going to win now? What's going to win this game for us now? It's all those practice techniques, those strategies to win at the line of scrimmage, um, all the fundamentals. I think it's something that people confuse a lot with the sideline hustle videos is I get a lot of uh, fans, you know, it's got to be clearly people that don't necessarily play or coach football. You know, I'll, I'll have a technique like Tyreek Hill is a big guy where he, he does some things that are good, that are fundamentally sound. And I'll make a teach tape, you know, kind of highlighting those fundamentals. And a lot of people, you know, will kind of comment and be like, oh, well, no, he's just fast. Like, you, you know, anyone can do that with 4-4 speed. And it's like, listen, pal, like everybody in the NFL has 4-4 speed. Like the NFL is not, they're not interested in drafting bad athletes. Like there's no such thing as like, oh, he just did that because he's a good athlete. Everyone in the NFL is a good athlete. The way you separate yourself at the highest levels, when we're, we're here, we're playing in the, the best high school football league in America. The way you separate yourself against that level of competition is your training, is your technique, and it's using the perfect fundamental at the perfect time. You know, you're running a 12-yard dig route, and the defender's trailing you, uh, you know, behind in the direction you want to go. He's inside, you got to get around him. That's now when you use that inset, and you give him a hip shift at the top, and you you apply the perfect fundamental at the perfect time, that's when the big plays happen. And we had, uh, we had an example of that last weekend. You know, we lost 31-10 to, to St. Joe's, but the one touchdown we scored was on a sluggo route that our ex receivers ran, which will be a teach day very soon. And it was, it was literally picture perfect. He broke the kid's ankles, uh, did everything right. And that was an example of our technique, our fundamentals, showing up in a big moment, creating a big play. And so that, that's my focus for these kids in this game. I think we're talented enough. We, we know that, that we're, we're tough enough. And now we just need to lock into our plan. And similar to a theme that I hit on last week, not only do our fundamentals and technique need to show up, we need to be curious. We need to be relentlessly curious this whole entire game about changing our plan, about adapting our plan, about looking for new ways to win. I, I can't win on a slant route in the fourth quarter the same way I won on it in the, in the first quarter. I can't win versus press coverage in the fourth quarter the same way I did in the first quarter. They're going to catch on. They're going to change their plan. We better be adapting with it. We better be acting in a way that can set up our next move. Uh, uh, we, we, better, we better be constantly thinking about how am I going to win the next rep? How am I going to win the next rep? You're setting that up. You're adapting. Um, and you're not getting complacent. And, and like I said, you're relentlessly curious. You know, how can I win? If, if it's a run play and you get press coverage, well, that's, that's the time I talk about a lot. You can steal a release, right? There's no pressure on you. You know you got to block in the corner. Or rather than just lazily run them off, you know, take your best release and set up your next move. Or, or take your best release 
and, and gain information on how you're going to beat this DB when your number is called. But I think something that we haven't done a great job of that that's starting to get better as, you know, it, it takes a while to cement the fundamentals into these kids. Like I've only been with them for six, seven months. And I really only feel like right now they're really starting to grasp it where it's second nature and they're moving on to plan number two and plan number three. You know, it was hard enough for us the first six months for them to learn plan number one and get that down pat. And now I finally feel like we are expanding to, to our, our secondary plans. And that's when you really get dangerous. When, when a DB comes in, he, he's expecting one plan. He has to, you know, work all week at defending that. And then you hit him with that and you win. And now he overcompensates and you have you have plan plan B that you can hit him with, that's when you really become good as a receiver. And that's the art of route running. That's why like speed and height and athleticism, all that stuff, like, yeah, it helps you as a receiver, but it's really not what makes great receivers. Your ability to diagnose a defense and adjust your route based on the defense, that's the art of route running. The ability to change your speed uh, so that if you run a 4.740, but you come off the ball at 82% and then accelerate to 100%, that 100% feels like a 4.440 because you set it up with change of speed, you know, all those little nuances of the craft, that's the art of route running. And that's what I feel like we're finally getting to, but you know, we got to stay relentlessly curious. We got to constantly be looking for what's that plan B, what's that plan C that's going to allow me to make that big play in the, in the fourth quarter. And it's not just about coming out fast and getting ready to play. We got to be ready to finish. So that, that's really the theme for the week. We've had our, our the, as good a week in practice as we've had since, since preseason. The receivers really balled out this week. They competed their butts off. I feel great heading into the game. I feel good about our mindset as far as, as like I just said, we relentlessly curious and just trust your training. We know we've worked our butts off. We know that we've we've covered every fundamental over and over. We've gotten extra work in this week. Like, like we know that the, the workload is there. Um, now it's just about, you know, using the practice techniques at the right time. And, and trust what you've been taught, trust what you're capable of doing, and, and, and just don't even think. Just go out there, react, and play with, with the tools that you have in your tool belt, and, and just stay curious on how you're going to continue to develop that plan to win. Um, so that's it in brief. You know, that's that's all I got. I always had a good walkthrough. Uh, like I said, I got to go to the city right now for a meeting. Uh, so I'm on the road again in, in the car, just stopping in a, in a, in a parking lot on Route 17, uh, just to get this recorded for you guys and get it out to you. And then I got to go meet some people tonight and, and continue to grow the brand and grow the business. Uh, so that's it. Episode 28 of Coach Talk. This is Coach Leibs. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Reach. Brother, let me get this thing straight Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape I just went and put another beat inside a pine box I just went and took another trip way out to Biscayne I love Miami cause they always treat me so well They used to see me nowhere I used to pull them by saying I run for the team Now they running their hands through my head yeah, They used to never want to see my town I, I, I got them coming to the east side now In the city where I reside now When they move a little weight, let the D-line Running track or running back Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop.